Live from Southern Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this slightly serious show. It's a new month. It's a new day and uh just mm-hmm. to us, uh, it's another wonderful day in the life, I guess. And uh, and I say I guess, only because you know every day there's something new and uh, new and exciting to uh talk about and all that. But we'll get to that uh here very briefly. Uh I wanted to start off uh, tonight's show. Uh, yesterday, uh, last night, we went over a story about a principal here in Southern, actually in Northern California, uh, up in Stockton, California, about how he was uh, basically kicked off, off, you know, basically you know, taken to the cleaners by the Board of Supervisors or the school board district uh, by a vote of three to four and no longer has a job. And uh, per, did you get a chance to listen to that yet? I wasn't sure if you're able to or not. I, but, uh, I got anyways, your forward, I, but it's been a busy day, so I'm sorry I did not get a chance to. Oh, no worries. I just uh, I'm just curious on your take uh, on the if if we see uh, you know many times you and I see eye to eye on things, and I think this is could be one of those that we might disagree a little bit on, but uh, be interesting to get your perspective. I'll view it later tonight and email you. All right, but anyways, Mr. Nakamura, you know they have a uh, thing that I uh, had said I was going to go ahead and post a link. Now we haven't published the show yet; that'll be published later this evening. But um, if you are interested in helping this guy out, and like I said last night, Ben Nakamura is a very passionate guy. I don't agree a hundred percent with him politically speaking, but at the end of the day, if you want a teacher that will stand up for your children, that is going to Give a shit about them. This is your guy, and this is a guy that people should be standing up for, uh, for the state, for the sake of you know the high school kids over in Stockton, California. And uh, if you haven't, if you weren't here with us last night, I really strongly urge you to go ahead and download that episode tonight, even if you listen just to the first fifteen to twenty minutes of the show, and uh, kind of give you an idea of what this guy is all about. But uh, anyways. In order to, if you're, if you are interested, you can go. It's uh, the website to uh, basically sign a petition. It's organizestockton.com, and I will go ahead and put that in the chat. In addition to the show notes tonight, uh, like I said, please, um, even if you don't agree with it, please, uh, you know, I'm trying to get him on to the show. In addition to any school board members that are willing to come on, uh, I have not yet heard from either party. But it would be definitely, definitely worth a good discussion, in my opinion. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, put that in the chat right now. Organize, if I can spell correctly, that is, of course. And last night, um, I uh, listened to a show. It was uh, quite interesting. I forget who it was. Oh, you know, uh, our good friend, uh, Lovely White Chocolate, Brandon. He was actually in there as well. I, I think this guy is pretty much a socialist, and he's not afraid to tell you about it. Uh, but he was, you know, uh, he was actually someone you could hold a conversation with, even though I was just chatting. Uh, and I, I opened up the uh, platform for him to come to our show to debate us about a few things, and we'll see see if he gets on, on that with us. But uh, it was uh, pretty crazy. He kept saying, "If I had an opportunity to where I could move to Canada, I would." And I'm thinking, like, 
well, what, what the hell is stopping you? Go ahead, go. And he was, you know, he was kind of mentioning, oh, for all of those that dislike socialism and all that. Well, you have plenty of socialized things here in the United States already. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, and most of them are really bad. <laughs> but to each their own is my opinion on that. But uh, anyways, how's your day been, Pertwee? Is, uh, how's our, how is our honeybee doing, more importantly? Improving every day. Hell yeah, that's what little, it's all about. Little by little. Oh, yeah. right. Well, make sure you say hi. Make sure you say hi to her. I will. She's she's uh, getting her stuff set up right now to tune in. A comment uh, on that thing about moving to Canada and you know socialized medicine and all. Mm -hmm. My parents had some really good friends in Florida that were Canadians, and they would come down. You know, we call them snowbirds, mm -hmm. and they would go back. They had nothing but horror stories about the medical care up there. I mean, they would go because it was free. But just the scheduling and, and the the quality wasn't what they see in the States. Well, why is it that no that anybody that's a big fan of socialism, you know, if you talk to them, it's like those people don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, people that aren't familiar with that kind of healthcare think that free is better than quality. You know what? It might be if you got a scratch on your knee, <sighs> but when you're dealing with, you know, heart <laughs> heart failure. Fart failure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fart failure. Kidney <laughs> failure. You know, when you're dealing with a serious stuff, you might want some quality over free. I will take quality over free any day of the week. And uh, I'm sure if we ask Big Sexy, I think he would say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Torch is heading to the post office. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for sharing there, Torch. <laughs> I don't know what, why, why you're heading to the. I have no idea what that has to do with anything. But Or uh, is he? Maybe that's an alibi. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm going to check out Chronic and Ralph's comments like. Is that yesterday's show with the socialist Ralph? Ralph asked. Oh no, and, no, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. And then, go ahead. And then Chronic says, "I have a horrific story about Toronto's medical system." Oh, I would love to hear the, about the uh, horrible story about the medical system in Toronto. But uh, speaking on uh, Ralph's question, uh, that was just me entering that gentleman's show last night. Uh, I had offered him to come onto our show, or maybe even do a show together. Uh, he'll be back on. I forgot what the show's name was, but it's, it has socialist versus capitalist in the show name. Uh, apparently, he uh, he he simulcasts on Castbox and a couple other platforms as well. But uh, he he was actually really uh, a pleasure to listen to. I mean, I didn't agree with much of anything he said, but um, for the simple fact that you know he could put some sentences together and you know <laughs> knew you know thought he knew what he was talking about. Uh, I was able to listen to him for about an hour or so. But anywho, well, you know, there's breaking news this this morning as I woke up. And uh, I know Pertwee had sent me uh, an article on this as well. And, you know, hold on to your beers, hold on to your masks, because, you know, didn't we hear maybe three or four weeks ago how Dr. Fauci was saying that, you know, there'll be another pandemic soon. Well, today it was confirmed in China, the first person ever with the human case of H1ON3 bird flu. And uh, that person has been hospitalized. Uh, this comes from the DailyBeast.com. A man has been hospitalized in China with what is believed to be the first ever human case of H1ON3 strain of bird flu, according to Reuters. China's National Health Commission confirmed the finding Tuesday, announcing the man was hospitalized in the city of Xinjiang at the end of April and then tested positive for the rare virus last week. 
The NHC gave no details on how it was believed the man came to be infected, but said that it was not concerned that the case will lead to a larger outbreak. Where have we heard that before? (laughs) Anyways, it goes on to say, quote, this infection is an accidental cross-species transmission. The NHC said in a statement, the risk of large-scale transmission is low. The unidentified man is in a stable condition and will be soon discharged from the hospital. Health authorities said that his they tested his close contacts and didn't find any further cases. But how does it happen? We've been told for decades that that bird flu is non-transmissible to humans. Right. But for the first time ever, it is, right? I guess if you have a lab that can make a little lasso for the German to get in and grab onto your DNA, maybe that's possible. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, I definitely think that it's possible. Um, I mean, and yesterday, last night, we uh, I briefly went over a few things about how there's uh, scientists that are coming out and saying that it's a very, very slim chance that COVID-19 came, you know, came directly from animals that is more or less made up by humans. And I do want to go into that because I did pull that article for us this evening just to kind of be, you know, transparent and you know, so so you all know that I'm talk, not talking out of my ass. Well, there's a slim chance that Biden actually won the election, too, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's there's something on that we'll talk about later that that, that was interesting. I haven't read it yet, but uh, it seems to be uh, very, <laughs> very interesting. Anyways, uh, you know, last week or last night I was telling you guys about how there's the scientists saying that you know, they've identified that there's a high probability that this COVID-19 was manufactured by humans. And basically, uh, two scientists, Dalgleish and Sorensen, uh, these are the two scientists that are basically putting this paper together. Uh, this comes from dailymail.co.uk. Uh, UK. And I'm going to read this. Uh, now, Dalgleish, Dalglish and Sorensen have authored a new study which concludes that SARS coronavirus 2 has no credible natural ancestor, and that it is beyond reasonable doubt that the virus was created through laboratory manipulation. In the 22 page paper, which is set to be published in the scientific journal Quarterly Review of Biophysics Discovery, the scientists described their months long forensic analysis looking back at experiments done at the Wuhan lab between 2002 and 2019. Digging through archives of journals and databases, Dalgish and Sorensen pieced together how Chinese scientists, some working in concert with American universities, allegedly built the tools to create the coronavirus. Much of the work was centered around controversial gain of function research, temporarily outlawed in the United States under the Obama administration. Gain of function involves tweaking naturally occurring viruses to make them more infectious so that they can replicate in human cells in a lab, allowing the virus's potential effect on humans to be studied and more and better understood. Dalglish and Sorensen claimed that scientists working on gain of function projects took a natural coronavirus backbone found in Chinese cave bats and spliced onto it a new spike, turning it into the deadly and highly transmissible SARS-CoV-2. One telltale sign of alleged manipulation the two men highlighted was a row of four amino acids they found on the SARS-CoV-2 spike. 
In an exclusive interview with TheDailyMail.com, Sorensen said the amino acids all have a positive charge, which caused the virus to tightly cling to the negatively charged parts of human cells like a magnet, and so they become more infectious. But because like magnets, the positively charged amino acids repel each other, it is rare to find even three in a row in naturally occurring organisms, while four in a row is extremely unlikely. The laws of physics mean that you cannot have four positively charged amino acids in a row. The only way you can get this is if you artificially manufacture it. That's what Dalglish had told the Daily Mail. Their new paper says that these features of SARS-CoV-2 are unique fingerprints, which are indicative of of purposive manipulation, and that the likelihood of it being the result of natural processes is very small. And uh, for more on that, you could uh, check out the Daily Mail. But um, like I've said in the past, I'm more apt to trust scientists than uh, politicians at this point in my life. I don't know about you, but the more and more research that gets into this, number one, like we've said for the past year, there's no doubt in my mind that this virus came from China. Number two, it's looking more and more like it was purposely manufactured. And my, I guess my biggest question is, Joe Biden, how big of a pair of balls are you going to have? What are we going to do about this? If this is confirmed to be accurate, something needs to be fucking done. I don't know what you guys think, but that's where I'm at with it. What do you think about, uh, you know, what do you think about all that? Well, let me just defer back to, uh, Biden and their party's statement. Follow the science. That's well, all I got to say. Follow the science of what the guy say in the article. You're only up, extremely you're, highly unlikely that that would happen. But you're only allowed to follow the science if it fits your narrative. I mean, look at Governor Newsom. We still have to wear masks. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got a you got a crazy governor over there. I don't know what to tell you on that one. Um, my, uh, if you're just joining us, I, I just read a, uh, an article written by a couple of scientists. Thank you for the coffee, man. Uh, the scientists, uh, two scientists are publishing a report saying how very unlikely that COVID-19 is a natural process virus that, uh, they definitely, it's highly likely that it was manufactured purposefully. So, uh, we'll see. Real science says masks do nothing. Yeah, I agree with that uh, as well. That's that's been studied and researched before, but you know your politicians out there don't want you to know about that. But uh, what what responsibility does China bear if this is true? What should the uh, United States? What should hell not just the United States? What should the entire world do about this if it comes to fruition that them fuckers were trying to kill people on purpose? I mean. What do you do? Eric? What do you well, want to say? I mean, I like um, an, a proposal that Senator Marsha Blackburn and former Senator Martha McSally proposed that, um, that like the debt that, that China owns of ours, that, that those debts should be forgiven. I like that. We should but, uh, be forgiven. But, but you know, but knowing, knowing how China is, that they're they're not going to go down without a fight, so um, because you know and you know and, and it's 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 pretty apparent that this was 
done intentionally, like number one, to get to get a to get like a, a so-called politician who who is not a politician out of the picture. And 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 there also lies the possibility that that there are ruling class politicians who might have been in on it considering how a lot of our politicians in Washington are are in bed with countries, you know, and having like you know, invested in strategic interests in, in countries who do not have America's best interests in mind. I mean, which lead, leads to the saying of follow the money. Yeah, if you follow the money, the tracks are going to lead to Dr. Fauci and the hundreds of millions of dollars that uh, he's been making over the, over the decades. And, uh, you know, he continues to give our taxpaying dollars over to the uh, Wuhan lab facilities. I don't know why. I mean, the only thing I could guess is to manufacture the next virus that's going to kill millions of people. Um, they, they probably got to manufacture it before the 2022 midterms because because we know they've got to cook up that that pandemic so they can bring back the the fraudulent mail-in ballots for the for the midterms. Yeah, they got to cook something up because they know that they're in for a world of uh, in for a world of trouble. I know Mike Tampa Bay was calling in, and I don't know. I accepted it and says uh, try again later. So I don't know if you're there or not, Mike. Um, or or he might have hit the wrong button by accident. Or if you click his icon in the chat, you should be able to invite him. Gotcha. Um, I will uh, click on you in a second. Uh, dude is Sean says we don't listen to scientists anymore. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, looks like uh, real science says mass do nothing. We already mentioned that. Follow the science that's not being silenced. Fire the WHO. I, you know, aren't we back a part of the WHO and supportive of that piece of crap organization again? We definitely need to get out of the WHO. Um, I, I uh, are the people of the band, the Who? Are they still alive? I mean, maybe we should give them our money instead. At least they provide entertainment. Anyways, uh, sorry that is being silenced. Uh, liberate the Chinese people. Yeah, you got to feel bad for the the people in China. That's for sure. Although I did run across a quick story about uh, the Chinese people. Uh, they are now the their government is now allowing them to have up to three kids. Yeah. Used to be that one child per family, but um, looks like they have made a change, huh? Yeah, they did. It must be because they killed too many uh, Chinese people. That's exactly right. what. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 come on! That's not a laughing matter, folks. Great minds think alike. You should. I, I, I'm telling you, uh, it's crazy. Uh, you know, sometimes you send me stories that because uh, you don't have social so socialist media. That's right. You don't uh, get a chance to preview uh, my tweets. And it's funny because I'll get a, uh, a tweet, uh, an email from you, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, we tweeted about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, three, three children per household now, I think. It could be per lady. I don't know. But uh, it's kind of interesting. What else do we have in the chat before we move on? Um, let me uh, invite Mr. Mike and see, if, see what's going on with him. Uh, coronavirus is a variant of the MRSA, which was weaponized to be airborne. Yes. Uh, clean Asia jokes pass. I don't know. I don't any- understand the clean, a- clean Asia jokes. I don't think we've had any Asian jokes yet, Mike. <laughs> what? Your eyes aren't actually still on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Hello. How are Welcome- you? Like, how how are you doing? What do you what are you thinking about? Uh, you know, what should we do to China if uh, you know it comes to fruition that they've purposefully manufactured this virus, which many people think is true. China, 
China, China, China. Hmm. Get Trump back in office. That'll put a hurting on their ass. Excuse my language. <clears throat> um, office, okay. What should we do? Um, well, there's nothing we really can do because I don't feel we have somebody in office that speaks for us. So if we advocate for a particular tariff or a certain punishment, uh, they're just going to do what they want. So you're trying to tell me that Joe Biden has no balls. He's not going to do a damn thing. Come on. No balls. No balls. Come on, man. Damn you. Unbelievable. Yes, he has no balls because they've been tucked all the way up. Yeah. No. Yeah. No balls. He's kind of like, uh, he's kind of like, what are they called? The, the, uh, not, they're not transgenders, but they are. He's uh, Bernie. No, no. And weekends at Bernie. No, he's like a he's like a drag queen. They uh they he's got them all tucked. <laughs> Pansexual. Oh Jay. Yeah. Ouch. Anyways, but speaking of Trump, Mike, you bring up uh, how Trump. Uh, we just need Trump back, right? Well, uh, another report, DailyMail.com, dot com, says uh, Trump is telling people he will be reinstated as president by August after Mike Flynn is calling for a Myanmar style coup. To replace Joe Biden. Wh- who? What's the quote? And what's the source? So DailyMail.com. And basically it's saying that President Trump is telling people that he'll be reinstated as president by August after Mike Flynn calls for a Myanmar-style coup. Well, that is hearsay, and uh, it sounds like it's from a third party, so it well, didn't sound reliable. Let's see. Let's see what the article says. The article from the DailyMail.com says former President Donald Trump is telling people that he will be reinstated by as president by August, according to a report. After his original National Security Advisor Michael Flynn said a Myanmar style coup should happen, the New York Times Maggie Haberman commented in a story that showed Trump supporters expressing support for a Myanmar style coup to bring Trump back. Trump has been telling. Trump has been telling a number of people he's in contact with that he expects he will get reinstated by August. No, that is not how it works, but simply sharing the information, the journalist wrote on Twitter. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I mean, it's, I think it's definitely possible with the, the way things are in society and you know, the, you know Trump people are very passionate people. If I mixed half-truths with counterfeit like if I made story up, but add a little bit of truth to it and mixed it in and make it sound all nice and Donald Trump like, and then back it up with Trump supporters think that would be a great idea. I mean, these are all deceitful tactics used by the left. It's their MO there. It's night and day for me. I see between the lines. I just so obvious. Is it very windy over there or what's going on? There we go. Anyways, um, Sarmenti says uh, right around the corner. Uh, I'm sorry, right around the new round of lockdowns. Interesting. Unfortunately, Trump was a stage prop. Um, Torch, I think so. Is there uh, is there a Trump backers in the military to let it happen? I don't know. I really don't. It would be interesting to to kind of get the feelers out on that. I have no idea if uh, the military would back it or not. I think they would be split, to be honest with you. I have no idea. It'd be interesting, though. I don't Article think it's going to happen. I think it's just hearsay. Uh, it's, you know, I, 
I'm sure Jeremy, uh, Jeremy would probably uh, be all for it. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I, I think I really think if something like that were to happen, I think you're, you're going to be looking at a civil war. Honestly, you sound like enough is enough. I can hear it in your voice. Hey, I would be supportive of uh, him coming back as president. Um, I would also be in support of after these audits are done across our country, that if the results show that there was election fraud, which we all, you know, not all, but most like, of us think that there is. You sound like us. We were sick and tired of the bullshit. We're over it. All right. Unveil the this, this BS they've been covering us over. Like we're over this shit. We're about ready to flip it. Ralph says, Ralph says that they have been removing military men who speak out on Marxist teachings in the military. So I don't know. I will say one thing. If things continue down the road, they currently are. Um, shit, was, shit will hit the fan. I guarantee it. Uh, people 100%. will die. People will die, including myself, to protect our freedoms and liberties. I don't give a shit what you think or say. Because when people reach the boiling point, and we've discussed this about kids going in and shooting up schools, people will go on to do crazy things when they've had enough. And I think things are on their way there in our society. So it took us forever to get into World War II. We like took we we held back so long, and it took that two years. Uh, two years. It took us two years to get into the war, and we had to be attacked by Japan in order to poke the bear. I mean, we were slow to act, but we act. But yes, it's slow. It's uh, daunting. And, and Torch brings up a, a a perfect example of people having enough is enough. Just look at the city of Chicago. Look how many shootings. I mean, on a weekly basis, there's at least 30 plus shootings that happen in the city of Chicago. I heard that's I mean, like the same over in some third world, like over in Afghanistan. It's like, it's like, that's unheard of, man. It's crazy. Parson saying that he was even shot. So, well, I'm glad you're okay. Well, Torch used to live in Chicago before, you know, he, you know, he moved out of Illinois. Um, and he, he knows all too well what that is like. Um, I mean, if Torch would like to call in, I'm sure you'd welcome him. Yeah, if you'd like to talk talk about that. Uh, He says living in Chicago is a lifestyle, unfortunately. So apparently it's a lifestyle to go out and shoot people on the weekends. I don't know. But, I mean, the people that are doing that, like I said, at the end of the day, when people have had enough, they're going to do crazy shit. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, Hopefully hopefully people wake up and stop being, you know, Butt hurt, offended, uh, realize that their freedoms, their liberties are being taken away from them every single damn day. And I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I have my doubts. Well formed militia. What is going a on? Well regulated militia. There's Jess Duck. I have, it's been a while, Jess. How are you? Yeah. That's our little shout out to Jess. Hopefully, she's prepared for a little tribute tonight. Um, one last uh, thing before we go into our first break of the night. Um, looks like Florida, Florida's DeSantis also did, had some more legislation that he went through today as he went ahead and signed into law a, a law prohibiting transgender athletes from competing in female sports. 
Did you? Uh, not a surprise. Um, but the article from Fox News says uh, that he signed the law on Tuesday limiting girls' sports at public schools to biological girls. Uh, sports took me to college. It's taken many of our girls to college to be able to get an education to compete. We believe that it is very important that the integrity of those competitions are preserved. And I, I have to say that I w- agree with him 100%. He's protecting women's rights. Um, you know, I'm not saying that people that are uh, that are identifying as transgenders, uh, I'm not saying that they should not compete in sports. But if there's a boys, there's a girls, if you have to have a Chemistry, new league, I guess, man. I don't know. I really don't know what to tell you other than other than the fact of if you're biologically born a male, regardless of how. How you decide or what you're dressed like, you need to compete where what you're naturally born with. I mean, is that so bad? Is that so wrong? I, I don't know. It's so weird. We even evidently it is. If you're crazy, well, is is that wrong to ask? You know, is that is that wrong? No, not attacking. It's, like, it's crazy. We're even asking that. You know what I mean? Like it's so. This world is upside down. Like. I can't believe that's even something we can even ask in this public, you know, it's just, it's crazy, man. Like, is it too hard to wonder if it's, you know, can we not have a girl in a boy's room where, you know, chemistry will ensue and, you know, one thing or another will, something will end up coming to rise out of all that. <clears throat> Justice Warrior says that's racist. Laugh out loud. <laughs> it might be sexist. I don't know about racist, but you know, um, Yes, I sir. Is, is it, uh, Eric? Is is that wrong? I mean, is, that shouldn't be. That's not too much to ask of people, is it? I mean, if you're born <laughs> a certain biological, uh, you know, you're a man. Um, there, there's nothing prejudice about that at all, um, because the, you know, the, the gender you were born with, um, you, you shouldn't be allowed to compete in the other gender sport. I mean, I, I look at it this way, right? I mean, I wasn't born to be seven foot one. So I could play professional basketball. Um, and, and I guess, I mean, I'm sure we're at the point in society to where we could like do some surgeries or something like that. But well, uh, at the end of the day, the bottom line folks is you can't always have what you want. And just because you're going to make some changes to your life doesn't mean that everybody else in society uh, needs to adapt to that. I mean, if that is going to be your thing to make you feel more comfortable, by all means. And nobody should do a part about it. I'm but, just the one who had the guts to say it, Mike. Don't tell me no one else is thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I love you, man. Kurt, <laughs> um, you do bring up a great, great point, I, I do want to say. And for those of you who pay, no, pay no attention to the chat. Mm-hmm. Transgender male wanting, or I don't know what the hell they even call it, a biological male who's identifying as a transgender female that wants to play in women's sports. It would be yeah. just the same as if someone without any, I don't know, what's the politically correct term to use? Someone that is. Genitals? I don't know. Someone yeah. that doesn't have any uh, disabilities. It would be just like them wanting to compete in the. Paralympics. Special Olympics or the Paralympics. Biden's Easter egg roll. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Joe Biden probably would be eligible for the Special Olympics, I think. <laughs> but I 
but being going back to being serious, I think I think it's I think there's great parallels to that, Pertwee. I really do. I mean, how would it be fair for the unfortunate uh, people that are disabled to have to compete with someone who has no disabilities at all? Exactly. It's the same mm-hmm. principle. It's not that we're trying to punish the person that is not disabled. There's a reason in the first place that there are female sports and male sports. Otherwise, we would have just had sports in general, and anybody can play with whoever they want. And then the girls so, will cry when they um, get hurt, right? Uh-huh. Hats off and a um, round of applause for DeSantis. See you. See a bunch of we- babies running around. <sighs> you should come, come visit here in California if you think, uh, you know, you want to talk about babies. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick time out. First jingle of the night. I appreciate you guys joining us on a Tuesday. We'll be right back right after this. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Hurtwee what? If that's you're even you're real low. Anyway, what's that? We're very, you were real low. I couldn't hear what you were saying. Oh, I said you do. I, I really can't get over the fact that you put that together so eloquently. It was perfect, <laughs> perfect way of putting it. Though. I mean, for you know, because we have a lot of we have a lot of dumbasses that listen to my show. Uh, you know, not here on in podcast, but just in general. Hey, uh, I take offense to that. <clears throat> Come on, yeah, they are on haps, and I've been <laughs> about those pieces of crap. Anywho, um, what else do we have? I think we had one other story. But I don't know. Um, I haven't won the uh, the California lottery yet. Uh, the COVID, uh, the vaccine lottery. I haven't uh, won that yet. So, we oh, there the it is. Vaccine. The feel good, you know, because we're trying to start incorporating, you know, some some type of fun or feel good type stuff into our shows. And uh, Pertwee, I appreciate you sending this to us. And, you know, we all have, I don't know, spouses. Not all of us have them. But I'm telling you what, this guy, if, she, if this lady is married, this guy's got a strong-ass woman. Uh, this was a, a video shown on TikTok. And there was a bear that's climbing the wall in her backyard. And she's got, I don't know, th- two or three dogs, at least three dogs. And the bear's like trying to, you know, kind of, yeah, he's hungry probably or something, but he's like pawing out them, as you can see in the video if you're watching. And this lady notices the bear, and she fucking just goes over it. <laughs> that bear's got to go for about 300 pounds, I guess. I, I really enjoyed that. That takes a lot. That right there, is, that lady just proves that she has more balls than Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't uh, seen that. That's just another reason why you should be uh, over on D Live, over on our video platforms. Um, oh yes, and Jess says she was even in a dress. Yeah, she wasn't even wearing pants. Thanks for the love there. I appreciate the love there, Torch. Yeah, I was going over our stats. And, uh, the beans, uh, the beans have been down lately in the last month. But that's okay. I, I'm not here for the beans. I'm just here to get the truth across to you, each and every single one of you, so you can spread the word to get people's head on straight. No pun intended, even though it is. today is the first day, of course, of National Pride Month. 
Just saying. <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, I, uh, what was it? One of the employees at the shop today, she was like, hey, it's uh, Pride Month. I'm like, no, it's not. Oh, thanks. Uh, th- oh, my God. Yeah. Justice. Truth Warrior, thank you. You guys are great. Too, too, too sweet. I appreciate that. And uh, like I said, if Torch, if you haven't gotten jerky and if you if you want some of uh, Slightly's meat, let me know. Anybody else that wants some jerky. <laughs> I've been giving away at the store, so I've, I've run out of uh, m- people to mail them off to. Hurley, you should have yours soon. Um, but anyways, I was getting shit. back to how it's Pride Month here in, in uh, the United States. I'm like, well, it's not really Pride Month. It's <laughs> it's next month. There's no parade here in San Diego till July. Anyways, I don't I really don't go to them. It's all political. You know, you, you have these wonderful politicians who be like, oh, yeah, we support the gay people. Blah blah. Yeah, you, you support them because you, you want their votes. And that's the only thing you want out of them. So don't you know, people. People are so foolish, they'll believe anything they see. And uh, I don't know. Just because you're mayor. Anyways, I'm not going to go into that tonight. So anyways, uh, good, on this, good on this lady who's uh, kicking the bear's ass. And uh, Joe Biden, I think he could, uh, he could take some lessons. Maybe we should send him and Camel over to her house. Come on. <laughs> Speaking of which, anybody, uh, has there been any Camel... <coughs> Kamala Harris sighting. Anybody? Anybody seen Kamala Toe Harris? Cam, Cam, Kamala. Kamala Harry Toes. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't heard or seen from her. Has anybody? No. I thought she was delegating with Russia about the missiles and stuff. I don't know. I don't even know what her job is to be honest, except for being the uh, the deciding vote in the Senate. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's main, <clears throat> her main job. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know if anybody hears from Kamala, let me know because uh, Mr. Brown can't even find her at this hour. So we'll see what happens. Hey, when was that date in August? You said August. What's in August? About uh, tr- someone supposedly saying Trump's going to be taken back over. There's no specific date in August, um, but it said said that August uh, Trump would be reinstated as president after a Myanmar-style coup. Coup, not coup. Like a military (laughs) takeover, in other words. Hearts all over August. All right. Don't, 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 don't don't use a pen and paper to you, you know, to write that in because. You know, Justice Warrior says it's not happening. Um, married is uh, maybe married. I wonder what married thinks. She's she's kind of uh, I don't know. Welcome to the show, Mary. Is there any chance? Yes or no? Can you hear me slightly? I do now. Okay. Is there any chance of Trump getting back in August? Reinstated in August. Is there any chance there's going to be a coup? You've got a you've got a uh, soundbite on that that I would go along with. Oh hell! Oh no. hell no! <laughs> That's the one. Oh, what about an executive as as order to back it too? As much <clears throat> as I love the guy, I'm telling you, you gotta be about this stuff. Right? No, I hear you. Um, so, Mike, you you say yes or no? Uh, I say it's a good possibility, and it matches up with an executive order. Yes. Okay, Mike says yes. What about you, Sarmenti? Yes or no on a coup? And uh, reinstatement of President Trump. Um, I think it might just be a uh, 
a foreshadowing of some crazy ass event that they're going to do and then blame it on Trump supporters. Oh, are you talking about the alien invasion? Are you, are you, are you? No, I mean, it could just be, you know, a simple bombing or something. Are you, are you in with Jeremy on that? We're going to have a fake alien invasion. No. Okay. Uh, Eric, yes or no on a coup and uh, a reinstatement. Um, I'm, I'm like, as much as we would want to see it happen, I, I highly doubt that. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, no on it myself. I think it's just, uh, I don't know. I think it's just people trying to be relevant in the news, still trying to get their name out there. Uh, as much as I would love it to happen, uh, I, I think if there's going to be any change, it needs to be done, I don't know, the right way. Uh, I don't know what that means. Um, I definitely think that if these audits happening around the country show that there was election fraud and that Biden is indeed your fraudulent president, I think action should be taken to remove him from office and Kamala Harris. Uh, I don't think if it's proven that they are fraudulent people in office, I don't think they belong. Um, I don't know. I uh, even if you know, and I'm not saying that you put Trump back in there, but remove the fuckers that are fraudulently there and put their asses in prison. In my opinion, would you go out on a limb to even say by force if necessary? Uh, not by mil- force. By, I'm not saying- by military force. Whatever legal justice force. Yes, I think uh, whatever legal just uh, yeah a, a legal yeah, not way lynching of mob. No, I'm not talking about that. No, um, I think uh, through legal processes, uh, I think that they should be removed. Uh, I also think they should be held accountable, uh, especially if they have knowledge. Which I have to say, Cameron would probably have more knowledge than Joe because I don't even think he can remember what day yesterday was. Well, Kamala can't. You mean like the legal action in Title II, the International Emergencies Economic Powers Act? I can't say yes or no because it's not like Jeremy. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, that is that's Cummings calling under my side. (laughs) (laughs) Title two International Emergencies Economic Powers. Check it out. It's crazy. Can you email that to me? I'll I'll research that and then I can give you a straight answer. No pun intended yes, there. But uh, <laughs> no, to answer your question. That was good. That was really good. Yeah, thanks. To answer your question, Pertwee, is yes. Uh, by any legal forms of removing them, uh, I would also look to see if they could be prosecuted because messing with the integrity of our country's mm-hmm. election system, to me, that's just as bad as murder. It really yeah. is. No, I agree. And, and they should if, if- – or deemed that that's what happened. I just, I just don't know that even with all the evidence, I, I, I've said before, it's, it's gone on for so long. I think the people who had the will to fight no longer have the will to fight. My honest opinion is this, that they do indeed know that there was electric fraud in my opinion, but they know that it is too dangerous of a situation to do anything about it. Because if they admit that there was fraud, all hell could definitely break loose in this society. Yeah. I mean, I think you would be talking about people in the streets going at each other. I honestly think that would happen. Circle of wagons. Yeah. What if that's what they want? Oh, they don't want that. They wouldn't want that. 
Not not until they take all the guns. Well, what, <laughs> what, what if I, what would your cool. opinion be? What would your opinion be if you found out that Trump and Biden are working for the same people and this whole damn scenario is just to get people to fight each other and basically create another civil war? Come on, Sarmanti, red pill or blue pill? I, I well, here's here's why I I don't think I could ever get to that conclusion. I can never get to that conclusion because when you have a president such as President Trump that was in office, have so many. Well, hell, he had all of the Democrats against him, but he had a good good percentage of Republicans against him as well. The only ones that would at least publicly kiss his ass were people that wanted his help wanted his help to be reelected. And that's the only reason that they would support him. So to try and say that Biden and Trump, they're basically the puppets of the same person, I strongly disagree with that. Now, I, I wouldn't be opposed to being able to say, tell you that for all of the rest of the politicians, because at the end of the day, like I said, both the left, the right, they all have the same agendas, whether it's one person above them that is telling them what to do and how to do it. At the end of the day, they have an end goal, which is the same. They have different ways of getting to that to appease their constituents so they can stay in office. Otherwise, I mean, think, of, think about programming. Think about the, the news media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If there were no outlets that people tuned into every night, and people were to basically have conversations with, within their communities and not pay attention to all the bullshit that is being fed to them through the media, which is being fed through the politicians and the government, things would be a lot better off in our society. People wouldn't be at each other's throats over these petty little things. And you know, maybe some of them aren't petty. But at the end of the day, I mean, we wouldn't have, you know, all of this woke bullshit. That would be the furthest thing that we'd be talking about right now. Um, that's just my opinion, but I don't know. Um, Justice Warrior says, I sent an email with Alien Link. Let me know your feedback. Haven't got jerky yet. Still wondering. Um, did you email me your address? Make sure you emailed me the address because I. If I have it, I apologize. Well, and another rule about emailing you the address is that you also need a first and last name. And here at the Slightly Serious Show, we do have a privacy policy that we do not sell or distribute people's personal information. That we do not. And we, and we, won't, uh, we won't advertise to you either, I promise. We won't sell your, uh, your, your mailing address to uh, other people. And we don't, and we don't believe in, in doxing either, which... Because we, we know never to do that. But we yeah, do no believe do- we no would. No boxing is not. Hurt, did you get your, yours already? No, or? I just got the email notice today that it just. Oh, okay. Very good. But I, I, I told okay you down there, go, go ahead and send me his. I'll make sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Well, you have two coming because uh, you, uh, you, you and uh, Honeybee waited. Uh, you, so you're, got, you're receiving the original and you're receiving the, the uh, second one as well. Oh, awesome. So. Thank you very you're much. You're the you're the first person that's gotten two, so I feel honored. Yes. So does Honeybee. 
Yes. Well, you're you're both welcome. Anyway, so I did get a few emails, a couple from Mike and uh, also one from you, uh, Truth Justice Warrior. So, uh, but like I said, if you uh, haven't received your jerky, please make sure that you uh, email me. uh, And Mary, you can also email you if you haven't uh, received any. And we'll probably give away something tonight uh, for trivia as well. Um, you'll have to dive in that. Yes, I will. I, sometimes it takes me some time to dig through things because I, I have like, (laughs) I already have two businesses. We're trying to start another jerky business and then we have a show to run. So, um, yeah, (laughs) you need to hire some more, hire some more people. Yeah. With minimum wage, almost being $15 in California, I think I'll pass. (laughs) Is it really? Well, not yet, but it's getting there. By twenty, it was uh, in, in two years, it will be fifteen dollars an hour. They're doing uh, increments. How do of you slowly year. kill your enemy? How do you slowly kill an enemy? You let it bleed slowly. Jacks them to death. They're bleeding the, the hell out of it, man. Yeah, yes. it, it is. Also, the uh, is, I, I filled up uh, some gas today, and uh, I paid attention. I guess it's a law that they have to post how much taxes they're getting out of off of each gallon, and. Uh, with with without sales tax, sales tax is seven and three quarters here in Cal in San Diego. It uh, it fluctuates up and down the state, but in San Diego, the city seven and three quarters percent. In addition to that, you also have, I believe, the state and the state and local taxes sixty nine cents a gallon in taxes. So that's uh. That's what we're dealing with here in California. So if, if you think things are bad where you live, head west. Come visit me. I'll show you what, what, it, what bad is really like. <laughs> um, Justice Warrior says 15% here. 15% taxes on gas? Where are you at, Justice Warrior? That's, that seems quite a bit, sales tax. You must not have any like state taxes. Um, I What's think the actual Justice price Cruz- of your gallon? Well, it depends where you shop. If you go to Arco, which is like the cheapest gas in California, unless it's unbranded, um, I think it was at four thirty nine today. Uh, oh, oh, you think that's bad? You try going to Shell. I don't know if you guys have Shell where you live, but Shell is like mm-hmm. expensive mm-hmm. gas in California. It's about four eighty nine right now. Yeah. So. Shell Hill Shell here is like uh, two eighty. Well, I know your BP and Chevron and Texaco stations will, will probably be, be more too. Um, usually, the cheapest place here in Georgia, I would either get gas to be like a like a Kroger gas station or a Murphy USA outside of a Walmart or a Quick Trip or a racetrack station. A lot of people like. A lot of people like getting their gas at Costco here, but you have to wait like a half an hour to get gas. Mm-hmm. I'm not all about waiting a half hour. I don't, mm-hmm. give a shit. I don't give a shit how cheap it is. I'm not waiting 30 minutes for a tank of gas. You should stop paying taxes. <sighs> if everyone, if every single individual would be on board with that across our country, but that'll never happen. That's, that's a pipe dream right there. Hey, the public withholds financial and it's backing with local city government. It's possible. Like I said, never happened. Not in our life. <laughs> Why would city government back it when that's their As revenue? much as it would be great. Well, because uh, we would have a little, you know, side, you know, hustle going on. I'm just playing. 
We're up Shit's Creek right now, man. Never mind. Unbelievable. <laughs> Down, boy. Um, Down. J- Justice Truth Warrior is located in British Columbia, Canada. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's right up above Washington State. Uh, Justice Warrior, you know, can are you happy with your healthcare system up there? Many of us would like to know. It'd be interesting to see what he has. Yes, it's yes, it's free. Do you have to use it much? Uh, you know, if you're if you're having to utilize the system, how effective is it? Are you waiting? Nothing is free. That is right, Jess. Nothing is free. You. That's why they charge them fifteen percent tax. Um. Anywho. Um. Before we get into trivia, uh, does anybody have any? Uh, any other news or articles or anything they'd like to bring to light? You know, I thought, you know, yesterday's BLM thing uh, with Patrice Cullors stepping down. I think that's huge. I think think the whole BLM is uh, going to be exposed for what it um, truly is and always was as far as the organization. So don't get your all your panties in a bunch and all that. I'm not saying that black lives don't matter. I'm saying that the entire Black Lives Matter organization was a fucking sham, and the only Black Life mattered to Patrice was her own, so she could go out and buy multi-million dollar homes. And uh, if she, you know, there's an open door policy, Patrice. If you ever get your ears on our show, you're more than welcome to come in and try to defend your your ass. But uh, in my book, you you're a shame. I don't know. I guess I guess that would be that. You're just a shame. I got news. Our black community. Shame on you. What's the news there, Mike? Uh, that we're going to have an above average hurricane season due to La Nina, which is the cooling waters in the Pacific Ocean just off the coast of South America to its west. That means rain. no low wind shear. Low wind shear, which means active tropics, which means the thunderstorms aren't going to be, the tops aren't going to be blown off with the heavy. Wind environment as a yeah, but Gulf Coast region. Hurricanes are fed by warm water. So, how would it 81 degrees? Uh, because La Nina creates low wind shear, which means the easterlies that blow across the Caribbean normally uh, during uh, hurricane season, they are uh, either non existent, which provides a perfect environment 100%. You got 81 degrees at f- 50 feet down in the uh, Caribbean um, and then low wind shear uh, is a perfect environment for a uh, low pressure center to form, especially with so thunderstorm convection. Not be a couple things on that, Mike. It'll be colder water. Yeah. Well, well, no, uh, the Pacific Ocean is creating a La Nina effect, which means the low wind shear that it carries over to the uh, Caribbean, like uh, you get the coast off of South America, the colder waters there means that it over in the Caribbean, it means low wind shear. If it's high temperature in the Pacific, it creates high wind shear. All right, Albert. Blows over South America. <laughs> well, I, I all Floridians are uh, meteorologists. I have I have a bone to pick though. Why are we using La Nina El Nino? That's kind of uh, that's kind of racist. Well, I don't know where its origins. I think La Nina means low girl, little temperature girl. or something. Oh, Maybe no, little no, girl. No. Oh shit! Oh shit! La I didn't even think about that. La Nina is little girl, and El Nino is little boy. 
So why so are we boys are usually angry all the time, maybe, and little girls are calm. Cool water, warm water. Power. That's why. They're I, oh, right. <laughs> I just calling it like it is. <clears throat> Not calling I, a spade a spade slightly. Calling it uh, like it is. <laughs> well, that's the same uh, thing as calling a spade. I am tipping my hat to you, James. I, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I don't know why we're describing our weather after little boys and little girls. That's creepy. Well, I mean, um, that's something Joe Biden would do. That's a, <laughs> let's you know on the next show we'll discuss La Nina, La Nina's origins. No. And Atlantic Pacific that has to be non-gender specific. Or it's going to be la they and la we. Yeah, and <laughs> and you know what, folks? I have the perfect. Uh, this is what our our listeners probably are thinking about this topic. <laughs> the weather is sexist. Why does a hurricane have a hole and not a penis? Yeah. Well, um, there used Sorry. to be a time when like hurricanes didn't have names, but but I think for a time during the 20th century, well up into the late 60s, they wound up getting like female names. But then since the 1970s and 1980s, they've had um, male and female names that would would rotate. Uh, you know, they, they would start with female, then male, female, male, then the next year be male, female, male, female. But then recent, and in the last few years, um, we, we've started giving our winter storms names. Well, and here's the other thing, Eric, and this is uh, recently coming out, and we haven't really featured this story. But apparently, I don't know if it's the WHO or who the hell it is, but they're going to start, you know how we name hurricanes and all that the way we do? They're going to start, they're going to start categorizing that uh diseases and uh you know viruses the same way and if they're going to do that that just tells me one thing that we're going to be expecting a lot more of them soon so just uh, wrap your head around that we're going to take a short uh, little time out we'll come back we'll do some trivia see who the hell can beat uh pertwee since he's joining us again and trying to reclaim his crown so sit back and we'll be right back. Right after this. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. If you enjoy it, please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and share it with all of your friends and family. If you don't like us, then share it with someone who isn't so damn sensitive. Anyways, uh, Mr. Eric, are you ready for some trivia tonight, my friend? Right. Um, hang on a moment. Um, I, I could probably give it a little bit of theme music. Oh, wow. Producer Eric coming up with his own uh, jingles. I'm yeah, playing like the Family Feud theme song, but I'm only going to play it for a few seconds. Can you hear it? I do. But of course, the we're going to have twenty-one questions as usual. Um, for anybody who wants to play, they could either come up on the call or play in the chat. Um, we got three open call spots here on Podbean, or if anybody's watching over on airtime, um, like just hit that hand icon down in in the chat, and J- James will you know summons you up onto the call, or you can dial seven zero two seven zero eight two eight five five if you're watching us on D Live or Twitch or Facebook or or any of the other video platforms, um, you know, and I'm going to read the question and, um, you know, your, your, your buzzer name is going to be your username, but I'm going to ask that what, wait on saying your name until I'm 
finished reading the question and if there are any multiple choices, wait until I have com- completed and the first name I hear will get to answer first. A multiple choice? Can we call our name three times in a row like I heard me on a No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Um, any, anybody, again, anybody who wants to come up on the call and play um, th- three open call spots here on Podbean. Yeah, we, don't, we won't charge you. This week, we won't charge you, I promise. Uh, we have a crazy lady coming. Uh, crazy lady, welcome. Welcome. All right. All right. The first question of the night category is literature. In Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, what is Juliet's surname? Is it Montague or Capulet? Slightly. Oh, what do you have, slightly? Capulet. That is correct. All right. All right. The game's over. I win. Mikey Lewis, you're a human freaking encyclopedia. <laughs> All right. Next question. Category is general knowledge. How many animals are represented in the Chinese zodiac? Slightly. Seth, what do you have, slightly? 13. Oh. 13 is incorrect. Sermenti. Oh. What do you have, Sermenti? 12. 12 is correct. Um, you know, when, you know, when, um, you know, like before you give your answer, you got to say your name. And if I hear if you say your name first, you get the opportunity to answer first. Um, the third question category is movies. In which movie does Hugh Grant play a London bookshop owner? Mike. Crazy lady. What do you have, Mike? Notting Hill. That is correct. Oh, way to go, Mike. You're here. All right. So uh, you're on the board, Mike. Um, the question number four category is geography. In what country would you celebrate Carnival? Sermenti. What do you have, Sally? Brazil. Brazil is correct. Oh, right. Um, you know, and um, for, for extra credit, um, it's called Carnival down in Brazil, but in America, more, more specifically New Orleans and Mobile, what do they call that event? Crazy lady. Hey, I, get, I got the answer right. I get to get the bonus part. <laughs> hey, I could always throw in like some, some bonus questions like, can you guess this like TV show theme song? Go ahead. Let them answer. I, I'll be nice. All right, but... But like, like I said, um, but before you answer, say your buzzer name if you know the know the answer, and if I hear you first, um, you you, you will get to answer. All right, I don't my my tablet does doesn't seem to want to stay awake. So, the next question category is history. What mascot represented the women who went to work in factories to help with the war efforts during World War II? Pertwee, Pertwee, Pertwee. <laughs> Rosie the Riveter. That is correct. Wow. I had a picture in my head, shit. but I can't remember. I want to make sure you can hear me that time. <laughs> oh, we can hear you, bud. <laughs> Next question category is general knowledge. And this is going to be multiple choice. What is the most common number of People who live in an American household. Is it one, two, three, or four? Mike. Sermenti. Oh, yeah, slightly. Um, 
I'm thinking that it's not entirely here in Southern California where, where all the uh, immigrants live with each other. So I'm going to say three. That is correct. And Jess Duck got it. All right. I think we should do a, a slower update. Go ahead. So uh, yours truly. Oh, yeah. I'm in the lead for once with three. And everybody oh, else. Hallelujah. So our men <laughs> in Perwe are all uh, struggling to uh, see who's going to get the tro- uh, participation trophy. <laughs> uh. um, and I'm going to go ahead and do a, um, a like a, 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 a theme song question. Hang on just a moment while I pull it up. And of course, we encourage people to use the search engine DuckDuckGo versus no, using Google and... <laughs> um, and Yahoo, of course. Um, can anybody take a guess what what this daytime soap opera theme song is? Whoops! Hang on. Soap opera. Come on, Eric. Mike. What do you have, Mike? Trump rally. <laughs> it, it, it's. A- um, capital is oh. not the correct answer, Jess. Oh. It's a daytime soap opera that's no longer on the year. Go ahead, Serpenty. Bonanza. Bonan- Bonanza was not a daytime soap opera. <laughs> slightly. I'll play. Wait, yeah, slightly. General Hospital. General Hospital is incorrect. I'll play it one more time. Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? One Life to Live? That is incorrect. Dark Bear. Ooh, what do you have, Dark Bear? Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives is incorrect. Ten seconds. I know it's the restless. Pertwee, Dark Shadows. Luz dark Shadows is incorrect. <laughs> All right. Oh, Time's up. What was it, Eric? All My Children. That was oh, man. the theme they used for the first 20 that. years of that, that show. Any so. screaming. I don't think I was alive then. It, it ran until 1990. Um, but um, since nobody got that, um, the next question is food slash you know, technology. Okay. What founder of Atari also founded, but the founder of Atari also founded which pizza restaurant? Oh, it's Crazy Lady. What do you have, Crazy Lady? Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Pizza Hut is incorrect. Bam! Good guess, though. Cerminti. Uh, what do you have, Cerminti? Domino's. Domino's is incorrect. Pertwee. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pertwee? I don't want to say it. Hungry Howie's? That is incorrect. We're looking at a pizza place. Pizza, um, pizza Gate. Slightly. <clears throat> what do you have, Slightly? Uh, Little Caesars? Little Caesars is incorrect. Um... Is it a real pizza it, place or is it one on the I'm, I'm going to give you a <laughs> give you a hint. Um, I know. Um, it's a place where a kid can be a kid. Oh, what do you have, Slightly? Cheese. Chuck and Cheese. For the win. I knew I saw Fauci in there. I'm, I'm having <laughs> connection problems here. Is why? You have to invest five dollars in a headset. Fauci's <laughs> first job was Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, he was the uh, mouse. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, here's a good history question. You know, for the, for the category of history, 
Who became president without having been elected as either president or vice president? And this is multiple choices. Crazy lady. Um, What do you have, crazy lady? Johnson. Johnson is incorrect, but that was one of the choices. Um, So you're left with choices of either Gerald Ford, James Garfield, or George Washington. Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? George Washington. He was the George first. Washington's incorrect, so Wait, we've already eliminated two wrong questions. Sermenti. But you said who became president without being elected Garfield. vice president? Garfield is incorrect, so nobody got that one. It was Gerald Ford. Didn't you say without is, being elected president or vice president? Gerald Ford was vice president. Um, no, he was appointed vice president in Nixon's second term after Spira Agnew resigned. And, um, I don't even remember but that. when Nixon made that appointment, he had to go through House and Senate confirmation for that. So take I'll that. Learn something new. <laughs> <laughs> but, but because, because, you know, you have like the Senate, that is the advice and consent body, which they confirmed them. And then the House also had to sign off on it. Are we playing, uh, what is this, uh, Podbean Jeopardy tonight assigned? I mean, it, it's sure. our week, weekly tri- trivia game. Um, okay. So, all right. The ne- next question category is movies. What Clint Eastwood film was loosely inspired by the 1960s serial killer known as the Zodiac Killer? I am such a pro. Oh, oh, crazy lady. What do you have, crazy lady? Dirty that Harry. is correct. Oh, way to go. I heard something else in that question, but I'm just going to keep it to myself. <laughs> You're on the board, crazy lady, with everything. I on. know, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next question category is literature. What children's classic first chapter is titled The Cyclone? The Cyclone? The, 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 that was the title of its first chapter. What children's classic? Mike. First, first chapter. What do you have, Mike? Popeye? That is incorrect. Pertwee. Total guess. What do you have, Pert? Winnie the Pooh? Ooh. Winnie the Pooh is incorrect. Crazy lady. Could you repeat you the answer? Crazy lady? Oh. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. That is correct. Wow. Man, that's not right, man. I said that before she did. We didn't have, you have to say your name, Roberto. Say your name oh, and then sorry. know the answer, my friend. All right. Just the next question. Before you answer, Roberto. The next you question category is um, animals. What lizard can be 10 feet long? Cerminti. What do you have, Cerminti? Komodo dragon. That is correct. What was the question? What lizard can eat what? Can be 10 feet long. And oh, Sermenti got it. Eat something. Oh, okay. Very good. All job. right. Who was that? That was Sermenti? Sermenti got that one. All right. I actually Okay. Somebody oh, I can hear can somebody hear your heptonic feedback. Your yeah. heptonic feedback from your telly. All right. The next Roberto. question category is um, geography. Which of the Great Lakes does not have a border with Canada? Mike. What do you have, Mike? Erie. Erie is incorrect. I'm not good at this one. I don't know. Mm. Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Lake Michigan. Exactly. That is correct. There you go. Oh, I was thinking that, too. Damn it. Yeah. 
horrendous. Want to hang down like a penis like Florida. <laughs> All right, the next one category is movies. In the original movie, Mary Poppins, what type of flower is on Mary's hat? Tulip. I think I heard Roberto. What do you have? I said tulip. Tulip is incorrect. You, know, you want to take a shot at it, crazy lady? Daisy. That is correct. Oh, very nice. Good job, Daisy. I bring you up to three. You're one behind me. All right. The next <laughs> question category is general knowledge. What food company is listed on the New York Stock Exchange with the single letter K? What do you have, Slightly? <clears throat> Kellogg's. Kellogg's. Oh, that, that is correct. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Slightly came in first. Yeah. Wait, Slightly got it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard Slightly say this. House wins. Well, see, Son of a- <laughs> you know, I called in first and uh, Eric called my name <laughs> and I just used your answer. So thanks a lot, buddy. I'm getting new headphones. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yep. All right. The next question category is measurements. What distance did the Romans once define as 1,000 paces? 1,000 paces? Yes. Sermenti. What? What do you have, Sermenti? Oh, Half a mile. Half a mile is incorrect. Mm. Mike. Slightly. What do you have, Mike? Roman numerals M. Uh, that, that is incorrect. You want to take a shot at it slightly? Yeah, they, they call it a, a Roman mile. The Roman mile is correct um, because I couldn't accept the, the letter M. All right. I, I wouldn't go over the scoreboard, but I don't want to make y'all look bad. So, um, if you want to go ahead and do a scoreboard update, you most certainly can. <laughs> He's just like a robot, Eric. Uh, it's uh, Slightly's got six, and uh, Crazy Lady, uh, she's got three. So I meant to uh-huh. recount, recount, mm-hmm. Dominion. Mike has one, and uh, we gave one to Honeybee just for spirit. Uh huh. Yep. All right, and another TV show theme song. Can anybody identify the, the theme song to this TV show? State Farm makes sense. Oh, hang on a moment. Oh, <laughs> I, I hate advertisement. State Farm. Ads. <laughs> All right. Drop it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can anybody guess that TV theme song I just mentioned? Sermenti. Yes. What do you have, Sermenti? CSI. Uh, Law and Order? Law and Order is incorrect. Roberto, you have to say your name, my friend. Um, it is Roberto. not SVU and it is not CSI. What do you I have, Roberto? CSI. I, said, I said NCSI. Um, um, NCSI, NCIS, that is incorrect. Um, mm. It ran on NBC Mike. from 1994 to 20, 2009. What do you have, Mike? Kills from the Crypt. That <laughs> is incorrect. Does Kane uh, have it down there? Crazy Kane says ER. Oh, Kane's got it correct. Way to go, Kane. Uh, that was during the musty TV era. I don't George steal Clooney answers fan. slightly. Does anybody, know, <laughs> does anybody notice that this is the first time in show history we've had two crazy people on our show? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're all crazy, man. We're taking over crazy the world, man. All right. The, the next question category is history. Who was the only president to hold a PhD? Multiple choice. Is it Bill Clinton, Woodrow Wilson, Dwight Eisenhower, or Calvin Coolidge? Slightly. What do you have, slightly? I'm going to go with Calvin Coolidge because he's cool. Coolidge is incorrect. Sermenti. <sighs> what do you have, Sermenti? Wilson. That is correct. It's a pretty hard diploma. Wilson. Who was that? That was uh, Mike. Sarmenti got that one. Sarmenti. I keep giving Mike uh, Sarmenti's points. Hey. You're rigged, aren't you? Yeah. All right. The next question category is movies. What popular children's book did Forrest Gump keep in his briefcase? What do you have, crazy lady? Um, Curious George. That is correct. Jenny. All right. The next question category is geography. What is the earliest known walled city? The earliest known what? Walled city. Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Mesopotamia. That is incorrect. Sarmenti. What do you have, Sarmenti? Babylon. Babylon is incorrect. Hmm. Mike. What do you have, Mike? Southern border. That is incorrect. You you, want to take a stab, crazy lady? Jerusalem. Jerusalem is incorrect. Um, Ten seconds. Malkisiak. Sarmenti. What do you have, Sarmenti? Rome. Rome is incorrect. Mm. All right, time's up. It is Jess got it correct. Oh, good job, Jess. At least someone's here. Oh. That was that. That was also talked about in the Bible. I oh, think the okay. story of the uh, of of the you know of the woman who, who looked back thing. when she was told not to, and she was turned into a pillar of salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. <sighs> That's why they say don't look back. You guys are right. Exactly. Nah, that's running out of questions to beat me. All right. <laughs> First ever time that I win. All right. Okay. The next question category is music. Um, and, and this has got two answers. What two musicians did Cher marry? Us. What do you have, Slightly? Uh, you're going to buzz in? I'm thinking of the name. Uh, slightly. What do you have? I know one is Sonny. Sonny Bono is one of them. Um, and who is the second one? I don't know. Um, anybody else on the panel or in the chat? I'll take Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, say, say your name, Crazy Lady. Crazy Lady. What do you have? <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. That is incorrect. Sermenti. What do you have, Sermenti? Bono. <laughs> Bono is in. Well, th- th- that was, of course, Sonny's last name, but not the YouTube singer Bono. Um, <laughs> I don't know who, who else she. I'm met. gonna I, I, the the second one. I'll give y'all um, um a, a hint. Um, the group that from the group that sing the song "Ramblin' Man." I don't even. Oh know. my god! Oh, he must have not have been that popular. <laughs> All right, ten seconds. Oh my goodness. 
okay. Nobody else will get a point. I like Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Boners and Marshall Tucker oh, band. Marshall Tucker. Marshall Tucker band's incorrect. So um, no, nobody got that one in ten se- seconds, and you got it incorrect, Pertwee. It's Greg Allman of the Allman Brothers band. Allman. Oh. oh. I didn't even know Cher got married again. Um, th- that was her second husband, and the I think the father of her son. And of course, Sonny was the father of their daughter, Chastity, who has since became Chaz. I've met Chaz. Oh. Yeah. All right. The next question category is games. What is the sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel? Oh, my God. I should know this. This is a gambling question. What's the question? I'm going to repeat it. What is the sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel? Sarmenti. What do you have, Sarmenti? 36. No. Um, 36? Um, 30, 36 is incorrect. It's it's going to be triple digits. Yeah, it's... I'm going to... Uh, slightly. What do you have, slightly? I'm going to take a wild guess and say 276. 276 is incorrect. Oh, I know I'm close. I'm going to go biblical. Mike. Go ahead, Mike. I, I forgot. I think he went. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Perchley. <laughs> he just said biblical 666. That is correct. Oh, they call that the mark of the beast, but that, um, that, that, that is a number you would probably, that is probably um, a, a number people would be jumping out the window on. And just so you know, I like that you, number. Just so you know how you got there, there a roulette wheel has, uh, depending on uh, the style, it has 37 to 38 numbers on it. Starting from mm-hmm. 36, working its way down. So you have to add all that up. Where did yeah. roulette wheel come from, originate? Uh, I think uh, in... Uh, Sounds like Russian roulette to me. No, I think it, <laughs> it originated uh, in, in uh, the UK. Oh, interesting. Yeah, They started out with one zero, and then the Americans thought, hey, we'll add another double zero, so our odds are better at taking people's money. Americans oh, good wow. at taking things from people. They are, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, the final question of the night category is presidents. Worth 17 points, right, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Maya Angelou spoke. All right. Uh-oh. Maya Angelou spoke at the inauguration of which U.S. president? Not even a multiple choice, Eric? Say that name again. Repeat that again. Repeat that again. Um, Did Jess right. get it before you do? Um. Maya Angelou spoke at the inauguration of which U.S. president? Um, I'm, I'm, can anybody on the panel take a guess? No, but Perfectly. just made a guess. Um, <laughs> hey, if you, if you want to go ahead and answer it, say your name and I'll... Roberto. Pertwee. What do you have, Roberto? Uh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt is incorrect. Fuck. What? Sermenti. What do you have, Sermenti? Kennedy? Kennedy is incorrect. It, it was a, a modern president. What do you have, Perk? Clinton. That is correct, and Jess got yeah, it, too. Jess got it. <laughs> she actually got it. I just repeated her. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and... Um, Point to Jess. And the final points of the night? Uh, hold on. Let me tabulate these all up. 
Looks like your winner tonight is gonna be I always Slightly. <laughs> oh wow, you made it happen. Well, we still gotta try to get his win streak back next week. Slightly for that, you get to eat a pound of your own beef jerky. <laughs> is that what you usually hear at the casino the house wins yes exactly right? first time there you ever go. that I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm scared I never for once in my life I've won congratulations thank you thank you if I had the, the jingle that Bert has that when he wins I would be playing that but I don't have that Let's see here. Do you have that uh, available, Pertwee? Well, in 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 your your honor here, we will get this for you here. I appreciate that. Yeah, here it I, comes. I love this. Uh, let's let's make sure this is turned up. We've got to have everybody here. <laughs> <a> special <laughs> occasion here. This is better than you all. We don't care about we don't care about checkers. Checkers, yeah. No. First thing I met. Here comes the king, here comes the big number one. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, you earned it. That reminds me of a commercial at the drive-in theater. Popcorn walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A little popcorn dancing. Yeah. Crazy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, crazy. Yeah, I know, we, I know what you're talking about. And the wieners dive into the hot dog buns and stuff. That yep. was cool. Yes! I have a question. Uh, we have two crazy people on the line. Are you guys related? <laughs> A better question would be crazy lady. The we hear you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, well, I, I, I don't know. We want to hear you laugh. Tickle yourself. <laughs> I'm not ticklish. <laughs> I'm not ticklish. That, oh, oh, damn. <laughs> yep, yep, that's my superpower. Jestuck was thinking. See, I'm crazy from the dark side. <laughs> yeah, y'all just don't know what y'all <laughs> got into when y'all became friends with me. <laughs> crazy, crazy lady, if you ever develop a laugh like Kane, like Crazy Kane, we're gonna be. <laughs> but he's a good guy, you and will. I turned into him. By the way, I forgot to talk something earlier in tonight's show. Uh, if you like. Funny ass guys. I encourage you to go check out Billy. What is it? Chuck and Billy's. Chuck and Billy. Yeah, they are funny. They are fantastically hilarious. And they also came out with some swag. So if you don't mind, go check it out over on their Facebook page. I told them I would would, uh, help them out, let our listeners know about them and their show. Because whenever I have the opportunity, I want to laugh. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to us, obviously you're not too. You know, you're not too politically correct, so you'd be okay over there listening to them. So check them out. <laughs> I got a question before you go slightly. Yes. How is this beef shortage or meat shortage going to affect you? Did you see that? I haven't seen that yet. Well, they've got an they've got another cyber attack, and it's on the world's largest meat supplier, oh. and they've shut down all production due to it. What? I have not heard about that, but yeah, um, uh, here I'll send it over to you real quick. I appreciate that's that. a shame. 
Uh, if that's if the it's case, a good thing, I get my own cows. <laughs> that's not planned. Hey, Will, hey Will, uh, did you hear that? That was a female crazy laugh right there. Did you, oh, I, I did hear that. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. But, Kurt, you, you know what's funny? What's that? <laughs> I don't need beef. I got gators. I can go hunt in go. October. I love gator meat. Oh my god! Well, there you go. Kurt. We yeah. have we have alternative. We can go. Uh, we can make some tur- jerky. T- turkey jerky. Uh, we can do gator jerky. We'll. Uh, oh. Human jerky. Sent you that. Just sent you that article. Slightly. Okay. Well, I'll take a look at that. Uh, worst come to worst, hey. you just be paying more for my product. That's all. <laughs> With the amount of money that you're going to be receiving in universal basic income, you'll be able to afford it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> about that. Okay, so I I gotta um I gotta I I want to read something to you guys. I, I received a message from somebody today. Okay. <laughs> I I thought I thought it was very sweet, but it's I at the same time like really like I, I don't know how to explain it, but it was a quick a, <laughs> a sweet message. If y'all don't mind, <laughs> we're all here. All right, so it says it, she she said to me it was like at ten o'clock this morning. I just received it though because I didn't want to read it this morning. It says this is some random lady that I was speaking to, you know, like literally months ago. She says uh, to me, "Good morning to you. How are you doing? And how was your night? Bet you have a great night and you dream of me, babe. I really missed you and I keep missing you every every and every moment. Sweet magical mountain far from here. I see. Take me away so I will no longer feel this air anymore." Let me linger in your love. Surround me in your presence. Let me frolic in your clouds and let me feel your gentle earth at my fingertips. Wash away my loneliness with, your in- with the innocence of your love and let me forget that land from below. That land is contaminated, but your heart is sweet. Take me away, oh, from this stage of being alone. I need, I need to be away from loneliness. Take me in your essence. Let me lay in your grass and engulf me in your love. But how can we trust love and be sure it will last again? We gave our hearts to others many times in the past. We shed many tears and built many fears. And now we are afraid to let our hearts go because of the pain we have come to know. But if we are to love again, we have to take the chance and trust our hearts, our only guide to find the true romance. So if we hide the rose from the light, we will never see it grow. But if we plant it in the sun, we know the rose will grow. So tear down the iron gate you built so high and open up the door. The love you find may be the kind that you have been searching for. We know that deep within there is a special part. And we know for love to live, there has to be a spark. And when that spark grows to a flame, I want a special place in your heart where your deepest feelings reside. I wish you a splendid day ahead of there, my love. <laughs> and I'm like, lady. Cheap, but I would run. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. I was, I was like, it was sweet, but I'm like, lady, but like, it's been months, like, <laughs> right? I'd be running. I'd be like, well, stalker on yeah. That was very, very deep. It was deep. Like, I would like, run. I appreciate you <laughs> with us, Roberto. I'm going to uh, wind things down here, folks. I appreciate you joining us. Before we leave and before we get to producer Eric, I, I was reminded we need our Mexican word of the day, and uh, tonight, tonight's. Mexican word of the day is body wash. I wanted to go away for the weekend, but nobody washed my kids. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, producer Eric, what do you got going on for us for uh, over on Podbean? Well, I think um, some besides me coming back in the morning for the the old man's podcast and and tomorrow evening for our hump day edition of the Slightly Sear Show. Um, um, some good podcast shows worth worth checking out. Um, in in like the like our new like top three podcast shows. Um, I would certainly encourage at number three to check out um, Freedom Warriors Freedom Fighter podcast. He'll usually be on in the morning hours prior to to the old man's podcast. Um, you know, around like the times of like six or eight a.m. Eastern time, give or take. Um, you know, you, you know, he'll oftentimes title it as "World Gone Mad." So, you know, this is a podcast friend who lives in Amsterdam. I'm sure yeah, people might enjoy. Um, number two on that list um, is Lara's communication station. Um, you know, and her show is usually on at impromptu times, although not on a set schedule. If you're interested in in, in great conversation and you know and and from a, a person who's experienced in in li- listening to people whether you know as she u- used to work in in a in a ju- in like a youth detention environment where where she she li- listened to like mental health cases i'm sure you know she she's somebody very interesting and number one um is the beans and weenies comedy show that can can be heard every sunday afternoon at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time here on Podbean with Scooter and Spanky um, if you're interested in another good pod- comedy podcast. Very cool. Cool. I have yet to go over to, to Scooter and Spanky. Just the title of their show, I want to. I definitely want to uh, go check them out. Are, are they more comedy than anything, or what do they... Do? Um, I think they have comedy and conversation. Um, the old man likes that show, and I think I'd like to say that Mr. A has been in that show. I'm not sure. Sounds like their theme song should be music from our gang. Oh my lord. Oh my goodness. All right. Well we're not <laughs> Really, Mike. <laughs> oh good lord. Anyways, I hope you ever all of you had a fantastic evening tonight joining us. We'll be back again tomorrow night at six thirty, nine thirty Eastern time. Go unwind, relax, have a nice rest of your evening. Make sure you reach out to those that you love and uh, make sure your neighbors are aware of what the hell is going on in society and wake them up to the truth and tell them to get their ass over to our show. Anyways, we'll see you back here tomorrow night, 930 Eastern Time. Till then, hasta la pasta. Make sure you follow us over on Twitter and Fascist Book and all the other social media programs. Till then, adios. That all. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.